0: What song did that remind me of?
1: um Is it a commercial? Because yeah. it always sounds like something. It sounds like a it commercial. It sounds like a
0: commercial, but it's like it sounding like
1: da-da a da-da da-da Hot Pockets. Hot pockets. <laughs> 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 it's going. It's going. Apparently, I I do the Hot Pockets jingle a lot. Oops.
0: Oops. Oops. Is this going to be the baby doll episode? Oops.
1: Um. No. <laughs> Speaking of baby dolls though, what a beautiful segue. Thank you, that was great. Uh we're talking about XX and that has like baby doll in it. Mm-hmm. Well It has the face of a baby doll. And I think like a uh, one that has its face and its
0: body. Yeah. There's the baby doll face embedded yeah. in the house and then there and there's, is like, like the a little baby that follows it. Yeah, well, there's the arm of the baby that follows it, and then there's, oh. if I recall correctly, there is, like, a baby that they try to put the
1: bird in, yeah, and once yeah. they find out it they, and it just goes,
0: they- <laughs> and they're like, that's enough out of you. <laughs>
1: that's enough out of you, baby. <laughs> they say it just like that, don't watch the movie, and we're right. <laughs> um, we're talking about XX, yeah. which I feel like it's a less well-known, so... Also, my laptop is screaming right now. I don't know if you can hear it. Hopefully, we'll take that. (laughs) Just like that's it. That's my laptop. Does anyone know how to fix that? um, Holy work! (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Um, XX is like less well known just because like it pretty much premiered at Sundance and then nowhere else. Yeah, it it didn't really do much other than that. But it is on Hulu, correct? We watched it on Hulu. Yes, Yes, it is on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's really great. It's a anthology series. It's like four short films. I think they're great. I like this movie a lot. Um, And each director is a different woman, and the whole thing is supposed to be more women in horror. Yay! Woo! That sounded sarcastic, but I meant it, genuinely. (laughs) We're just very low energy today. Very tired. It's been a long, long day. But I'm going to put my all into this, I promise. I'm excited. I'm going to rip an apple in half. callback everybody for you guys all our real fans (laughs) for those in the know bro I don't even have any apples um (laughs) alright facts did you like my punch that was uh powerful thank you this movie was made in 2017 uh I don't have a ton of facts because each one is different so like it would have been a lot to be like now who did the music for this one and then this one and I was like I'll just stick to the basic facts made in 2017 there were four directors um Technically, Roxanne Benjamin co-directed in... I don't know if she co-directed. I think she co-wrote the one that Annie Clark directed, which yes. we'll get to. Um, so the directors were Yvonne... Yvonneka Vokovic. Glad you said that one first. I hope I said that correctly. Yvanka Vokovic. Uh, so she directed um, The Box, which was the first one in the series. It's great. We'll get to that. Uh, Annie Clark, who more... People will more... People will more know. People will more people know? People will indeed more know. <laughs> I'm so tired. People will more know her as uh, St. Vincent. <laughs> They'd be more familiar with her as St. Uh, Vincent. Yes. Uh, the musician. Musician? Right. Right? Yeah. 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 I don't know anything about St. Vincent. I seem like the kind of person who would, right? Because she's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Yeah. Funky. Right. I should yeah. know about St. Vincent. I'll check her out. Everyone's going to come for me after this and be like, you don't like her? And I'm like, no, she sounds great. Uh, So she directed um, The Birthday Party. Is it called The Birthday Party? Yes, Mm -hmm. The Birthday Party. So she directed that one, which was her first directing job. Uh, But I think she co-wrote it with Roxy and Benjamin. I believe that's correct. They are, like, co... Fingernail taps. Fingernail (laughs) taps. They're they're co-fingernail taps together. Um, (laughs) You know. The word I'm trying to say. Everyone, shut up. It's a long day. <laughs> Collaborators. And then that was it. <laughs> They're co-collaborating.
0: <laughs> words are so hard.
1: <laughs> this is gonna be a long one. I just know that I more know that word. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then the last director was Karen Kasama. Um, we love. <laughs> which she and she did. Uh oh no, not the last director. But she, which one did she do? Do you remember? Was yeah, it? she did uh, Her Only Living Son. Her Only Living Son. Okay. I couldn't remember. Don't Fall was Roxanne Benjamin. Mm. Yes. I forgot that I had already talked about her. So Roxanne Benjamin did her own as well. And she did Don't Fall, which is the third. And then I went in order on accident. But mm. yes. And Her Only Living Son was Karen Kassan, who did Jennifer's Body. So if you remember Jennifer's Body. And if you haven't, <sighs> go back and listen to that episode because it's mm-hmm. great. And also watch the movie because it's on Hulu now. Ooh. You have no excuse. Unless you don't have Hulu and then I understand. No worries. Yeah um that was really kind of all I had cinematography was Ian Anderson it didn't say if he did like for all of them or for one that was just what I found was Ian Anderson and Taryn Anderson um and Patrick Caddy Katie those are the names I got for cinematography I don't know if they like split it up, if they all kind of worked together. It didn't really say, hmm. um, unless it was in the credits, but the credits were very fast because yes. it was like, this one's done, new movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it released a, at Sundance in January of 2017. And then it released, it said specifically in the US. So, I don't know if it was released like more widely, like at a different time. Yeah. But specifically uh, in February of 2017, it was released in the US. Its budget was two million. Hmm. Yeah, so it was like I mean a pretty solid amount. Not too much, but Yeah. For like a shorter anthology series that's not too bad. Do you know how much it made? a half a million. Fifty five thousand four (laughs) hundred and eighty six dollars. But I don't know if it was ever really supposed to be like widely released. So I don't know if it ever was really supposed to make a ton of money. It seemed mm. more like a passion project than yeah. it did, like, a money-making thing. Yeah. Um. Especially because it was only released, like, really few theaters. I don't think they were, like, gunning to make back what they gave. I think it was just, like, a more women need to be in the horror community, let's make it happen kind of thing. Yeah, and this will give them a leg up. This will give them their start. This right. Will give them their credits. Right, which is awesome. And I, it did, and I can't wait to talk about it. Oh, I can't give a synopsis of this. I don't know how to give a synopsis for this. Um This one's easy. Uh four women directed movies. And those movies, they do play <laughs> when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mickey's intent eyes, please accept this. <laughs> staring at Kate going, I can't recap four films. I'll do it really fast. Okay. You want me to do four really really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. One <clears> sentence for each. Okay. Look in box. You don't eat. That's number one. Pithy. Love it. Okay. Number two. Birthday party. Oh, is he dead? Mm. There's a bear. <laughs> okay. Three. Oh, are we supposed to be here camping? Is she a monster? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh-oh. With like a dash. Like cut off. <laughs> uh. Last one. Oh, my son's the devil. <laughs> Those were uh, my favorites. Those um, are pretty good, right? I love that. Those were excellent. I like I like that a lot better. If you just give me one sentence, maybe from now on, yeah, we let's just do that. One sentence. Yeah, I like that. I, I think like you know lot. what? I, <laughs> I think this is where I've peaked. I'm gonna close my notes. Who needs them? That was amazing. <laughs> oh,
0: I love that. Okay, well, I can't. I can hardly follow up with my summaries from Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you have real
1: summaries. I forgot.
0: (laughs) Uh, real in quotes. Okay. Filmmakers Yovanka Vukovic, Annie Clark, Roxanne Benjamin, and Karen Kusama present four horrific tales of terror. In The Box, a boy starts to display strange behavior after looking inside a mysterious gift box. In The Birthday Party, a woman refuses to let an untimely death ruin her son's bash it's her daughter's daughter come on even I
1: got well I didn't but I would (laughs) have
0: in don't fall an innocent camping trip turns deadly and in her only living son a mother must deal with a child from hell
1: these are basically just mine yeah awesome Mm -hmm. I could have done that better I would have known it was her daughter's party yeah duh Mm. Uh, this one's a weird one I feel like maybe you can sense from the fact that we're like a little uh, flustered because mm-hmm. this is four in one, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, like, I think we knew going into it, which we were, like, totally excited about. And then the notes had to mm-hmm. happen. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is four in one. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I started a new job this week. And yeah. I'm, like, trying to figure out time management. And then it was today. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kate and I both have just had, like, a really long week. And we're both like, um, uh, time for the <laughs> Um, I feel lucky because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I Like, I've seen it. I think twice actually Ooh. and then this would be my third dope so i'm lucky i just i lucky i lucky because i knew it
0: <laughs> you i know no word more. better. better I...
1: <laughs> you're lucky because you know how to speak so <laughs> i mean <laughs> but yeah so everybody loved this nerd corners keep a lot of work into it and i just want everyone to know that kate's great that's it just go <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're just gonna cut to let me cry for a bit and <laughs> then a natural I
1: just... cut back in <laughs> We're just on a tangent right now, but it's just like, my notes, I was looking at them and I was like, good job, Nikki, you really did notes. I did half a page for each fucking movie. And then Kate's like, yeah, I took a lot of notes, like I did a lot of research. And I was like, I need to stop complaining (laughs) about my notes. (laughs)
0: See, this is a hell of my own creation, though, because I came to you and said, I want to do an extended segment that I have to research (laughs) extensively. And you're like, okay. And I love it. I
1: mean... I think it's one of our best things because people learn so much about the movie because like I didn't know what diegetic sound was and now you said it and I was like, yay, a word for what I've always wondered about. (laughs) So it's nice to learn. Thank you for teaching all of us. Everyone appreciate Kate. Everyone go put an apple on t- uh, teacher Kate's desk and she'll rip it. I'll rip it with my bare hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to do it for her. Cause that's the
0: polite thing to do for your teachers to carry a knife towards them as they sit at their desk. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Who said anything about <laughs> knives? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not again. Married. You slut. <laughs> can't believe we have to have this talk again. Oh, uh, well, I never learn. Never learn. All right. Take us
0: to nerd corner. I okay. can't keep doing this. <laughs> what is an anthology? What i wrote that head- and then i was like mm, this sounds like the moody opening line in like a
1: college essay what is friendship <laughs> you said it and i was immediately pulled in so it yeah. did not take much i was like what is it though <laughs> do i know it's no.
0: like what is friendship what is love what are,
1: frogs? <laughs> what are frogs what are frogs which part of the goat is the snail <laughs> you know more about some goats than you think you do you need to be confident we'll link these in the show notes fuck it <laughs> These jokes are not just for us. They're for all of us now. <laughs> <Just> for
0: everyone. <laughs> okay, anthologies. So if we're talking literature, this is a quote. Uh, An anthology is a collection of selected writings by various authors, and usually the several stories or writings are in the same literary form, of the same period, or on the same theme. Alternatively, it can be a collection of selected writings by one author. Mm-hmm. So... That's just, like, on the literature side. On the film side, I found a few definitions that kind of disagree a little bit with each other. But it's not,
1: interesting.
0: at least in my perception, it's not, like, this contentious debate of, like, you said. Right. But it's more like they have different expectations. You can kind of choose which one you yeah. want to use at the time
1: sort yeah. of thing. Pretty okay. much.
0: So, according to Wikipedia, the all-knowing... Uh, An anthology is a subgenre of films consisting of several different short films often tied together by only a single theme, premise, or brief interlocking event, often a turning point.
1: Mm, And according
0: to TVTropes.org, not .com, like I foolishly said, we're learning, it's a feature film composed of vignettes or short films. Generally, the shorts have nothing to do with one another, but occasionally there is a theme framing device or plot running through the stories connecting them together.
1: I mean, those are both really similar. They're really
0: similar. Basically, the disagreement is whether it's expected or traditional to have the stories linked
1: in some way. Right. Like, is there a unifying thread? I mean, even with these, it's hard to say. Because, like, the stories themselves don't have anything to do with each other. But the theme is ongoing throughout, where it's mm. women in horror, perspectives from women. So, like, I get it. I don't know who to root for, but they're both right in my eyes. So. <laughs>
0: And then it, when you like kind of look at these definitions, they also mention like a framing device. Mm-hmm. And at its most basic, for anyone that's not familiar with it, a framing device gives us a story within a story. Like in The Princess Bride, the framing device is the oh. grandfather reading the book to his grandson right. when he's homesick. In reviews and on the TV Tropes page, folks say that the framing device for this is the stop motion animation. Yeah. I spent a good long while wondering if this is considered <laughs> a framing device or not, because it's not in itself- introducing the story no. or like guiding it's just like an interstitial between all of them
1: yeah and
0: it does have its own story but it it's does. like one story is continuing in the background and then your attention is diverted to this short and then it goes right. back to the moving dolls so i was just kind of questioning if it is exactly a framing device but i didn't find anything better so it's a framing it's device. a framing
1: do- we said it and it is mm-hmm. everyone just shh if you it's don't okay. Google
0: it, I'm definitely right.
1: <laughs> if you don't listen, we're not. Well, you should listen, though. You should listen. <laughs> Just don't watch the movie. No, uh, watch the movie. Watch the movie. Oh, oh fuck. God, we really did ourselves dirty here. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a time. Just
0: take a minute for the whiskey jams. Take a little sippy sip. Yeah. It's a framing device. It's a framing device. And I'm someone that like lives and dies by examples. So, examples of horror anthologies. VHS, the ABCs of Death, mm. Tales from the Hood, the Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, and
1: Tales from the Crypt. Those Whoa. are all just well-known. You said ABCs of Death, and it, like, opened up a memory that I had clearly just put in the back of my brain. Oh. I forgot that those existed. I never saw it. Um, some are good. Some are fucking horrible. Ooh. But, I mean, it's A through Z. Like, you know, yeah. you're not going to get – they can't all be bangers, okay? Yeah. But, yeah, I forgot that those even existed. Um, I will say another one that's similar in a way – I could be wrong because I could be remembering the movie wrong. But Trick or Treat? Yes. Yeah. That is also listed it, on these. It's more connected than. Where it's the framing device is the town. Yeah. And it's definitely the stories are way more connected than like any of the ones that were listed. I think. I think it's more connected. Mm-hmm. So that's why at first I was like, is that one? But then I was like, I guess, yeah. Because, you know, they're all happening at different times and stuff. They're just different stories, but they're just connected. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, There's also a long history of anthology horror in comic form, but that's Mm -hmm. really not my area of expertise. (laughs) Uh, So maybe if I do more research on it, I'll cover it at a later Mm -hmm. date. Maybe if we're doing a movie that was influenced by a comic. Right. But we do have like more anthologies planned. Yeah. Uh, So the question that I often ask, like going through Nerd Corners, is why? Mm -hmm. Why use certain tropes? Why highlight perspectives or themes? And in this case, why an anthology? And there are a lot of potential answers here. The most obvious one (laughs) is the one that Nikki already mentioned. Todd Brown at XYZ, (laughs) the company that produced XX, said, We believe strongly in fostering the best talents around the world at XYZ. We believe different perspectives are what keeps storytelling fresh and exciting and hope that XX can help to encourage more female writers and directors to explore the genre world. And we know the ones that we have for this first effort are going to absolutely kick ass. And they did. And they did. So we have a pretty easily stated answer with that, but I do want to go further in. So it's not just like, why did hate create, like, a movie, but why make this particular anthology? Right, yeah. And I think there are a lot mm-hmm. of possibilities. One, because I wanted to. Yeah. answer. <laughs> Very yeah. simple. Doesn't have to be like super in depth, symbolism riddled.
1: I wanted to.
0: It can just be like I wanted to see what these people put forward. Right. Another potential answer arose in. Uh, another potential answer arose in an article on sci-fi by Sarah Century, mm-hmm. which is such a cool fucking name. That is a
1: really cool name. Uh,
0: in Century's article, "The Strange History of Anthology Horror," Century said. In all their many forms, a shared element across the board of horror anthologies is their political commentary. Hmm. Although it's very true that there are many of these stories that lean more heavily on violence and gore, it's comparatively difficult to find a horror anthology without at least some point to make on social justice. It's even likely a major reason why the format thrives. The most successful anthologies seem to be able to push relevant subject matter while delivering scares, and the less challenging they are, the less likely they are to be successful. So in this kind of theory of it was the anthology the chosen format for this project because it's a vehicle for a broader socio-political statement or critique yeah i really i think there are strong threads connecting at least three of the stories right and so like the third potential idea i'm interested is kind of an extension of the first one but with more intention so like maybe it's i wanted to amplify whatever stories these women wanted to tell right and just the fact that women are telling these stories that they wrote is a political actor statement right And so this is where I think it loops in Don't Fall, because I mentioned, like, three of them seem very well connected. Right. And then I think that Don't Fall can seem, like, kind of the odd woman out for not being bottom mother. Yeah. But I think that that does kind of loop it in. But basically, I think Century has, like, a really good idea about the political intention or, like, the statement potential of anthologies. I don't know if I would say most. Mm -hmm. I would say that it's a strong way of doing it um i feel like tales from the hood is one of those that actually does have very strong like political statements or yeah. social justice statements and i'm really excited to watch yeah it i'm excited for that one um but i am not familiar enough with like a ton of horror anthologies but a ton of people did say that rod Serling, uh the twilight zone was basically his treatise on like why racism is really bad you know oh i've never seen the twilight zone <laughs> yeah i
1: mean actually one of my
0: friends is super into the Twilight Zone, like has a whole Twilight Zone sleeve. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's super rad. I have seen maybe like two episodes. Yeah. Um, ba-dum, ba-dum. yeah. So anyway, if we're moving forward with the assumption that there is a unifying element beyond the framing device, the dollhouse, mm-hmm. there are a lot of options. There was an article I read in Collider by Aubrey Page that I really enjoyed. It was a review on XX, and Page pointed out that the stop motion bits provided a frame of images of decaying conceptions of femininity.
1: Yeah, I could kind of see that. I wonder. Yeah,
0: And it really, like, stuck with me. And I read a ton of reviews after watching this, and people were, like, really divided. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Some folks said it was inconsistent and disappointing. Some said it was brilliant and just a taste of what these women can offer, etc. But people yeah. also questioned whether the stop-motion interstitials were anything more than a creepy, cute bookmarking element. So that's why I really appreciated Paige's perspective about the stop motion. Yeah. Because, like, we talked about masculinity in crisis with the ritual. Yeah. With at least three of four shorts, we see, like, societal expectations, responsibilities, and burdens being foregrounded. Yeah. So in those three cases, I can see a through line with, like, the framing device and the themes. So I can definitely see, like, a strong connection there. Yeah. Um, with, like, the decaying nature and, like, the pressure and uh, the, Yeah,
1: I... Yeah, I see that. I definitely see... I, if, down, if Don't Fall is the one that we say we can't really see it in as much, I actually I do a little bit. But I'm excited to get to it more when we talk about horror. Just because mm-hmm. like, that one, for some reason, always stuck out to me every time I watch it. Yeah. And I'm
0: really excited to hear what you have to say. My kind of like theory of the case is kind of like... We talked about this earlier when we talked about Get Out. Yeah. Where it's like folks from marginalized and oppressed communities want to create something that isn't about the evils of their oppression. Right. So it's like the themes of Get Out versus Us. Mm -hmm. And I feel somewhat similarly about Don't Fall. Yeah. Because to me, this one feels like it was created out of a love for the genre, not like an overt political point.
1: Right. Just like
0: Roxanne Benjamin being like, I'm a woman, I'm making a horror short. And it doesn't have to be overtly about gender roles or injustice. I'm making it and it's mine.
1: Yeah, I can totally see that too. My only like, this could possibly be some kind of thing Mm -hmm. about it, is just because like, the, the girl in the beginning that's in the, You know, the one that's always scared in Mm. this. She's painted to be like that fragile woman. Mm. Kind of from the very beginning where it's like, oh, she's scared of this. Oh, now she's scared of this. Oh, the guys are always razzing on her. They're always making fun of her. And then all of a sudden she becomes the one thing that everyone's afraid of. Mm. That's how I took it. But also like I, because of all the other ones, I kind of, you start to look for the bigger reason. You know? So it's hard not to. You start to be like, well, if that one had such a deep meaning, what's this one's deep meaning? So then you look and you look Mm -hmm. for it. So I could just be looking for it too hard. But that's how I took it is like immediately she is like, he's razzing me. He always does this. You guys know. And remember, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. And she's painted as just like, oh, she's scared of so much. Oh, she's so afraid. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, she's so fucking scary. I love that. Yeah, I don't
0: know. That was just kind of like. I think my biggest like issue is that when I see a theme set by other movies, I was like, well, how does this fit into that? Mm-hmm. How does this fit into motherhood? So I'm like, is it monsters motherhood? Like, is it all a symbol? Yeah. And I, I think that that is looking too far. That
1: was another thing I do wanted to talk about. When one, once we get to horror is that like three out of the four stories are mothers. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have one that's not, but it is mothers all experiencing like a different thing that society puts on them. Mm hmm. You know, like, you have the pressure of this and that. And you they mm-hmm. all are experiencing their own kind of pressures. And in this one, I'm like, she's not a mother, but she's still experiencing that, like, people expect her to be frail. People expect her to be so, you know, frightened and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it's like, she's allowed to be frightened. Leave she's her alone. Like, just because she's a woman doesn't mean that it's like, oh, here she go again. She's always so scared. I'm like, she's scared for such valid reasons. Like, mm-hmm. the whole time they're making fun of her. And I'm like, no, but, like, you really shouldn't be there. So, I don't know. Maybe I just really like that one.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I really like Don't Fall as like a genre. But it is very different. It stands out. Yeah. I have my two favorites and I'm excited to hear which ones you guys are. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, And then we kind of get into, this is going off on a bit of a tangent Mm -hmm. with In Your Corner, but anthologies are really having a moment. And I was reading Mm -hmm. articles on like people wondering why anthologies are so popular and one article said that it's because they're less of a commitment. You can pick yeah. and choose which seasons of American Horror Story to watch. That's true. If you want to just watch Coven, you don't have to watch Murder House. Right. Cool thing. Ryan Murphy, creator of the series, is releasing American Horror Stories, which is oh. an even shorter anthology series. So instead of each season being like one long self-contained arc, yeah, yeah, yeah. each episode is a discrete unit. Oh, that's great. Even easier to consume. And that's yeah. coming out like this week. Wow. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I would say anthologies are also, like... I never really thought about it until we, like, just started talking about it. And you were like, they're having a moment. And I was like, oh, are they? And then I was like, Nikki, all you watch are anthologies. Like, (laughs) I did look back, and I was like, so many of the things that I've been watching lately have been, like, just small things that I can consume. Mm -hmm. Like, cool, that one was great. I'll come back to it, like, another Mm -hmm. time. I don't have to keep up. And I never really thought about that, but you're right. Especially horror. All the ones I watch are horror-related, I think, because... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to be like, I wanted to make this story. I can't tie it in with this one. Fuck, I'll do both. Yep. Huh.
0: Interesting. And that's, like, I... I have a lot of opinions on this in, like, a different direction, but I'll, like, go forward first. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is my brain, okay?
1: My poor little brain.
0: So, the, this article went into, like, the idea of commitment and, like, screen fatigue and all of mm-hmm. these things and, like, the lack of like long term commitment that yeah. an anthology series has. And like I know that I am that way with like books. Right. Where it's like I'll read short story collections so I can like read one or two before I go to bed type yeah. thing. But there's also mm-hmm. someone said like, short stories or, like, short films are just, like, easier and they're not as complicated. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. They're very complex. Like, it yeah. is very difficult to condense everything you need yeah. into 20 minutes.
1: I was going to say, if You anything, have to build
0: the whole time. Yeah. Not a moment wasted. Not a word wasted.
1: And exactly. And so, to
0: me, they're so fucking packed. And so, like, in my opinion, the box is kind of, like, the hallmark short story Mm -hmm. horror because it has that, you know, the MacGuffin or whatever, like this sense of dread that builds throughout and you have this period where everything is mostly normal and then it builds and builds and builds and then it just kind of like flashes. Yep. And then you're left wanting more. And to me, that's like the classic. Yeah, it really Um, is. But I really did take issue with someone saying that like short stories, short
1: stories, short stories, (laughs) short stories are a whole (laughs) Very
0: different. Uh, I did take issue with this person saying that short stories mm-hmm. aren't as complex because they're yeah, still no. very
1: complex. If anything, I find them a little more complex just because, mm-hmm. like, you got to really pay attention because you don't have long. <laughs> but that is also the nice thing about them is that because they're short, they have that rewatch where you can go back and be like, mm-hmm. what is it? Like, 10 minutes, I'll watch it again. Yeah. Like, it's fine. So I, I really like uh, I like short stories a lot. I, I find them just as complex as long yes. ones. Like.
0: <laughs> I feel like in terms of reading short stories versus reading like novels, mm-hmm. excuse me. I've been like that feeling of is it unsatisfaction, dissatisfaction? The feeling of not being satisfied, of not right. being sated, where you finish it and you have more questions than you have answers. Yeah. Yeah. To me that's like a huge thing. I read a lot of horror
1: short stories. Yeah, and so exactly. maybe it's not like
0: the thing in other types of <laughs> short stories. But her body and other parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember her name right now. She's an incredible author. Yeah. um, Three names. I'll look them up. We'll link them. We'll link all three names. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, She's an incredible author. But it's like those short stories are meant to leave you questioning and uncomfortable. Yeah. And to me, there's so much less resolution mm-hmm. in a short story than there is right. in a novel.
1: Yeah. And it's almost okay when you're reading a short story though because like you said like that's what you you expect mm-hmm. yeah you're like oh it's supposed to be like what anymore like mm-hmm. yeah i just i like short stories yeah that's what i'm taking away from this is that like i'm a big fan oh i love it
0: <laughs> so anyway we have other like anthologies on our radar so i intentionally mm-hmm. didn't cover as in depth regarding like the history and like political yeah. engagement because i want to save that for other ones so yeah, it like, really well.
1: If anything, I think this is just like a nerd corner that will continue mm-hmm. and keep growing as we do more. This is the introductory primer. <laughs> you know what? Kate, mm-hmm. I'm going to make an executive decision. Are you ready? <gasps> yes. This is the first installment in our anthology series. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> da, 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 da. This is our series. It's new. We're going to cover other anthologies. We're going to yeah. continue the nerd corners. And I think that's great because we do have other ones planned and- mm-hmm because they're so not hard to cover but they do take different kind of research so it's not like they're harder they're this they're just different it takes a different kind of focus Mm -hmm. this is our new little series welcome we didn't know but we know now we know now i think that'll be really cool because you know we got a lot more this is our anthology anthology. welcome to our short story that will be the full length of a regular old story (laughs) 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 not shorter
0: but you'll want more. Welcome. It's different to name only. <laughs>
1: Here we go.
0: So that's society. That's society.
1: <laughs> horror time. Oh, it's time for horror. This one's also going to be tough because mm. I do have notes for all of them. Mm, yes, yes, yes. <sighs> I also don't always have to start. I feel like you stop, nerd corner, and I'm like, let me get my notes. I'm starting. <laughs> no, I feel like
0: it's a good balance. I guess my first question is like, which one is your favorite or like, how would you <sighs> rank
1: them? So it's really hard um, because my most favorite, I think simply because you know me, I'm a big old goofball. I like humor and I like when it's done. Wow. Well. So my favorite is the birthday party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Kate's nodding her head like, yeah, yeah we fucking know. Um, no, it's my favorite too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Good. I, uh, I think that it's not only is it like unsettling and also like I feel like it says a lot about the expectation that like women have to go through, like, and I'll get to it. I have it all written down, but just to like generally say it packs a lot in because you have this like expectation of this, this birthday party has to go well. This birthday has to succeed. I want my daughter to be happy. What am I going to do with my dead husband? Like, (laughs) so it's funny and it has such, such little dialogue and it has some really great music and costumes and everything that make it funny unsettling and also just like it just leaves you being like oh man i wish i knew what happened i really wish i could see what happened after that party like (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's my favorite simply because it's like the only one in the series that's pretty funny and i think mixes comedy and horror really well Mm -hmm. but you already talked about this a little bit my other favorite is the box because mm, It's weird. That one stuck with me. When we said we were doing XX, I went, oh, that one has the box. And I knew immediately. It was like, oh, that's the one with the box. This is one of the few horror things that has stuck with me for years. I think about it, and I'm not joking, like, all the time. Every time I see, like, a box, I'll be like, oh, can you imagine? Huh. It's, yeah, weird, right? Like, I don't know why. I I can't explain why it specifically sticks with me so much. But it freaks me out. Um, I'll talk about this one first because we're, we're talking about it now, but so the box, if you haven't watched it or you don't know what it's about, I don't know if you're going in, you know, blind here. Uh, so the whole story is about like a family around the holidays. It's a son, a daughter, a husband and a wife, which, um, it's just like that normal, like normal, I'm doing finger quotes, that normal, like nuclear family, like, Ooh, husband, wife, blah, blah. But you can already sense like not, it's not such a great family the minute the wife and the husband like are in the same room together. <sighs> so that's already anxious. And, ugh. but it starts out with like, they're on the subway. There's a man who, um, he looks, he he's, he's got like a, Facial difference, yeah. So I feel like that's one of my qualms where I was just like, yeah, uh, I feel like you're just using like a facial difference to make this man look scary yeah. when people just don't always look the same. People they have did that different in like
0: Wonder Woman where they villainize the person. With did their... they? Yeah, I've never the... seen Wonder Woman. But... Oh well, the evil lady has like a burned face. And oh. So she has like a mask or something on yeah. part of it, and like you reveal it. And it's supposed to be like ugly face, ugly heart, and it's just oh. like I. Really hate when yeah. folks use like disability and facial difference and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, that. I will say that like
1: the one nice thing about it is like there's no reaction from like the children or the mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like the man does have like a facial difference. I think it's supposed to add like a scary thing to it, but it's never really mentioned. Like the kids aren't like, oh, like, oh, he's scary. Mm-hmm. He the kid just says, like, oh, you have a box. Like, what's in the box? And the mom's like, Oh, leave him alone. Um, and he says, Oh, it's a present. And he's very calm and very nice. He's like, oh, it's a present. And he goes, can I see? And the mom is like, stop it. Um, and then the guy's like, yeah, of course. And he's very kind. Like, that's the thing. is like, that's what's just so unsettling. It's like, the, the man's very kind. He's not like, yes, you can see my box. Like, he's not scary. He's just like, sure. And the son looks in the box. And it's this, the first thing I wrote is the subtle look of sadness it's not even sadness as it is just like realization. Mm. And it's the realization that you never get. And that's why it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's like he revealed this cosmic truth. That's just, it's almost like the sun knew it. And the sun was just like, Oh, can't believe that I've ignored this forever. Mm. Like, which makes me more mad. We don't see it. Uh, So the sun looks in the box and it starts off really subtle. And the shots of the food are beautiful and obviously very intentional. Um, and they have all the major food groups, use oh, grains, and garlic bread. Right. My favorite food group is garlic bread.
0: Um, <laughs> it was me reading my notes and realizing that I listed garlic bread like a food group.
1: He <laughs> said that? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, it starts off really subtle where the son's just like, well, I'm not hungry. Which, like, kids, you know, one night they're not hungry. Like, maybe they just don't like what we made. Whatever. Kids are picky. Um, But it just slowly gets worse where the kid is like, no, I don't want breakfast. And I think what scared me so much is um, watching the whole family stop eating is wild and really unsettling because they seem so normal. They're just not eating. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's not like a change in their attitude or demeanor or like how happy they are, how sad they are. It's not. It's just that they're not eating. And that's so weird. Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: Where the daughter's like, I'm just not hungry.
1: Exactly. And it's just so creepy because, like, the kids are fine still. I mean, after, like, two days of not eating, they're watching a movie. And the son is still laughing with his dad. And they're hanging out. But he hasn't eaten in, like, two days. And
0: they start literally wasting away before your eyes. Literally. literally Carried to
1: the Christmas tree. Still laughing. Still still smiling. Yeah. It's like they don't care. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so scary. Mm -hmm. Oh, it creeped me out. And I think what's also really well done and I mean very obvious that they did this on purpose is that the daughter eats like ferociously (laughs) um on purpose I mean, because she's like a kid and Mm -hmm. she's, that's a kid, you know, Yeah, when you're hungry and you're a little kid, fuck yeah, you tear into that pizza. Mm -hmm. She eats that mac and cheese. and I'm like, give me that fucking mac and cheese. I was so hungry. (laughs) Um, They show these beautiful shots of the dinner. Every single scene starts with like, this is what they're having for dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's like beautiful. And it's like fast food, homemade. It's everything. It's all your favorites, you know? And it looks great. And slowly you watch as every family member stops Eating. eating. Except the mom. Except the mom uh and it's scary because like the son tells the the daughter or his sister and you see that same weird realization on her face it's just that quiet just so quiet yeah just staring quiet nothing just it's like she knew like she was like it's almost like they knew what they had to do and that's what's so weird Mm -hmm. is that they were like well like i guess i have to stop eating they don't say that but their eyes it's almost like they just like knew what had to happen next Mm -hmm. So the son stops eating, the daughter stops eating, eventually the father does the same thing, where he asks the daughter, like, what's going on? And then he stops eating. And then you see frustration from the dad while the mom is eating. This is before he is realized, and he's still eating regularly, Um, but he does, like, how can you do that? How can you just eat? And she's like, I I have to eat. And he's just like, while they aren't eating? And it was just so interesting. what am I going to do, starve? Exactly was so weird
0: and i think that if you don't mind me like no please go ahead so in the original like this was um adapted yeah this one's adapted by, like, jack ketchum or mm-hmm. something um and i think in the original it was the father that's like the narrator mm. and the father that like watches the entire to... family to yeah. away. and so i think this reversal is really interesting yeah because you have like the mother that seems detached, the mother that doesn't seem to care right. as much as the emotional father, right? And you're like questioning, you know, is she like a good mom? Like is her dedication lacking? And he's like, why are you eating? And she's like, I'm not gonna fucking starve. And right. like, I think it's so interesting to do that swap because yeah. it really pokes at like maternal expectations yeah, and like it depictions really does. of maternal sacrifice.
1: Because it's just like, it's this like you have to give your all for your family to be a good mother you have to give everything to them which is shown in her dream um she has a dream where she is uh, on the table and um she's being eaten by her family mm-hmm. and it's and then she's happy about it she's mm-hmm. like smiling and it's almost just like this this thing of like if you to be a good mother you have to, you have to do you have everything, to everything for them you have to give your, give them all of you literally have the skin off your leg nothing is for yourself everything is for them and it was such an interesting thing because like At first, she's painted as selfish for continuing to eat while her family can't eat. But what is she going to do? Because I wrote that down. I was like, what is she supposed to do? Is she supposed to just stop eating too just because and die as well? Mm -hmm. And it's just...
0: (sighs) I thought it was so interesting, the scene where she's like taking out her hairpins and she's looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. and her husband is like saying we should take him to the doctor and she's like, what is he going to tell us? Like, if he, he doesn't have a fever if a stomach bug it'll pass there's nothing to mm-hmm. give him and so she's just like reasoning her way through he's like oh I guess right. you're right and it's like this moment where she just doesn't seem like right. emotive enough and so it's like your expectations and it's like I spent years studying gender studies and I'm still just like "Wow, right. oh, she doesn't show much emotion yeah like that's the problem like yeah. that's our expectations and harmful norms and it's just like this is a lesson to me. <laughs> it is.
1: Because like, and like I said, I've seen this three times. So that's how I felt like the very first time I watched it is I was just like, Why is this mom? Like, she just doesn't care. And then I watched it again and I was just like, Well, I mean, she's right. Like, what are they gonna do? And then by this one, I was like, Leave her alone. Like, I was just like, What is she gonna do? She can't stop eating. She's right about the doctor. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do if you take him to the doctor? And this was only like the first day of like not eating mm-hmm. or like the second. So it wasn't like he was sick yet. Yeah. It was just like oh, he hasn't really been eating as much as usual. Maybe he has the flu. What are they going to do if we take him? Just tell him, like, oh, sorry, it's the flu. So what are they going to do? Yeah. So it's just really unsettling. Yeah. So I could go on and on about this one. Um, do you – I mean, is this one of your favorites or – okay, I wasn't sure because you said you had two – and I think I, I mean, I know one of them. Yeah. I don't know the other, but I'm excited to find out. Sorry, this is an audio medium. And Nikki
0: was like, is this your favorite? And like, I shook my head. Like, everyone should hear it. I didn't even notice. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so this one I appreciate immensely. Mm-hmm. And, like, I recognize its artistic value. It pisses me the fuck off. Does it? Yeah, because I, like, this is me being a reactive little shit. I don't like when someone knows what they're doing to me and, like, how they make me want to know. And I'm like, yeah. you can't make me want to know yeah and it's like I want to know what's in the box but I also know what's in the box isn't the important part like it's not the driving force right and I also like I know what they're trying to do and how my emotions are being manipulated and I'm mad about it and so it's like (laughs) I respect the shit out of this like short film it's really well done yeah I
1: don't like it (laughs) (laughs) after I just fucking raved about it i i wish i knew why i think that's why i like it so much it's just because i was like you knew mm-hmm. you knew this was gonna make me mad and i was yeah. like oh you got me because like part of me is like i gotta know what's in that box but then i'm also just like i don't want to know what's in that fucking box like oh yeah it's frustrating and then it builds dread really well it does it the whole time it just gets worse and worse and like we said you see them at christmas and she says like everyone tried on their clothes even though we knew they wouldn't fit like they're just having it's like they don't care mm-hmm. it's the indifference to what's happening that makes it so creepy yeah the mom or is like she's so unhappy i mean she's clearly very unhappy but she's just holding it together for them probably still eating completely alone for months and that's ridiculous well, mommy not months they can't survive for months but <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you know what i mean
1: uh however long the
0: part that scared me the most in this is when she like it's at Christmas and she's sitting in the chair and at first like this isn't the scary part to me but at first like when you see her dying on the table in her Mm -hmm. dream I was like that's probably a dream but what if it's not and what if she is dead watching them and then the son actually hands her a present and she picks up and I'm like okay fine she's okay fine I guess you're not gonna sixth sense me this time and uh, (laughs) uh, so she asks him like what was in the box and he says nothing and she was like literally nothing was inside of it or it just doesn't matter and he just stares at her and all of them just stare at her. And to me, that is like one of those very upsetting like things are off. And it's like this violates social expectations of answering a question. And you are the only person out of the loop. You are the only one that doesn't know this cosmic truth. And to me that is absolutely terrifying when people just stare at you and won't answer.
1: Oh it's terrifying. And also why why can't she know are they trying to protect her or are they like what why won't they tell her when i was reading reddit oh things,
0: yeah i was like i want to know and so a bunch of people uh, i was just like reading people's thoughts and someone said that it's like she has distance from the family and she is the outsider where the father is more emotive more, and connects yeah. with the family in that like one on one way she is more distant and detached and perhaps she doesn't um, appreciate her role like I'm, this is not the way they phrase it exactly but basically right. like she feels burdened and yeah. so she's distant and separated and so she just desperately wants to
1: be part of their family but right. at the same time she's holding it at a distance it's true yeah part of me also wondered if like there truly is just nothing in the box and it doesn't show you anything it just takes it just takes your hunger and it's just like that's all it does it just takes it away yeah that's see, i mean that's and that was the only answer I had for it. Is I was just like, it's got to be, yeah. And whatever they say or do, anything, it just has to be like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, I can't imagine not being hungry. I'm always, I'm always hungry. hungry. I'm hungry right now. We just ate. We did just eat. We have we cake in the fridge. I was about I'm about to say gonna about eat cake it. in the fridge. Yeah. And uh, like, Ugh. okay, we got to move on because yeah. this one, is great. So I. I like this one a lot, yeah. but
0: it is good. Like I'm right. not saying like my opinion on it is because of the way it makes me
1: feel right. and the way it like hits my nerves. Well that's the best part about anthologies. So like yeah. you'll find one you do like. Yeah. Cause I and I, I have it. one <laughs> that I don't really enjoy that much. much. You don't like her only living son? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite. Yeah. Um
0: it's my second least favorite.
1: Is it? Oh, mm. first the, the the box? It goes back and forth, but yeah, right yes. now the box is at the bottom. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my favorite are, is the box and then we'll get to the birthday party, which is my favorite on my list. Do you want to talk about, you talk about the birthday party. I just talked about the box for so long.
0: The birthday party. Oh my God. I love it so much. love it. Because you have these like very vivid colors. She's wearing like this. Tealy green, mm-hmm. like like this like, beautiful uh, robe. Yeah. yeah. So she has like the salmon robe and like this slip. Oh yeah, the nightgown. salmon robe, the slip. Yeah. And then there's that beautiful indigo door. Mm-hmm. But then she's setting up a birthday party, and it's all black, white, and gray. Yep. And the nanny Carla is very Carla. austere. Yes.
1: And her,
0: it's a wig, right? Or like very badly dyed hair. <laughs> yeah. Because like you see a separation right up yeah. at the scalp. Uh. Anyway, Carla. There's a trope for her. We'll be uh, out there. But she is like that person that like relishes in the mother's failure. Yeah. And to me, that's like a commentary on the way that like women are set up to see each other's competition. Yep. And Carla also has this weird like closeness to her husband. Mm-hmm. And she's like, No, I would know if he came back. And she's like, Well, maybe right. he went out for a jog because I know him and I'll hold on to his coffee for him. Right. And so there's that like threat and that competition. Yep. And then you have the mother, like, just trying to set stuff up. and she's, she's doing her best. She's trying real hard. And she goes in to see her husband. Because she knew he was home, and he was. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes in. She's, like, tidying up. And, like, there are some funny lines in there. Mm-hmm. And then she realizes he's dead. And her first thought is, gotta hide the body. Yep. Because it's, like, I'm not going to ruin my child's birthday party. Right. And it's even kind of funnier because, like, the even though she clearly loves her daughter you yeah. don't see like this closeness between them you don't see like this right. easy affection this like easy communication because like carla yeah converses more easily with the daughter than the mother does but the mother's also very stressed because you know she just found her husband dead so right. maybe in normal circumstances I've got so many things it would be much closer but there are so many moments of just like bold moments where mm-hmm. it's just very funny and over the top. So and it's funny. Farce. Like, the rapping panda and when, like, she keeps, like, telling him, like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And he's like, no, there's, I don't do you understand. do And then she's like, a thousand dollars and two ounces of weed for my, my surgery. Knee surgery. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has horrible, horrible hair. Yep. He, like, turns his head and there's that wing, like noise. Yes! And it's just, like, this over the top. And I, satire is one of my favorite things farce i love it comedy of errors so good always here for it and i love the way that it's this very like 60s housewife vibe yes but then the music is so out of place and it like builds and then it becomes silent like i have only good things to say about this basically same
1: i have so many things (sighs) i want to hear your things okay i'm just excited um because i love lighting set design Mm. and camera shots and costumes I was so excited. I was fucking pumped about this one because I remembered it, obviously. And I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. Um, It is so cool because it is this weird, I would say like late 1950s look where it's supposed to like early 60s, supposed to, to be 50s or 60s because yeah. like, like late 50s has that weird like I don't know how to describe it. There's a name for it, but it's like pompadour? that
0: pompadour? Hmm? pompadour. That's a hairstyle. That's a
1: hair. It's that, like, where everything was sort of inspired by, like, sci-fi, in a way, for, like, the late... Futuristic? Yeah, so it's, like, what they kind of pictured is, like, this futuristic with, like, bright colors, odd shapes in their furniture. Uh, They had a lot of, like, clear, like, a lot of windows. Um, It had a very, like, 1950s sci-fi look to it, which is, like, what a lot of the decor and fashion was inspired by in the very late 1950s, early 60s could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that like you know you got a lot of good like sci-fi alien movies in the 50s and like space was a big thing and it was a big thing to be like what's fashion gonna be like mid-century modern
0: mid-century modern i okay so you might that have was it. heard me google in a way it's because i was like mid-century modern would make sense name wise but i have literally no idea what it looks like That's i it. just know it is a title yeah <laughs> so okay.
1: and like it was a thing for like people to try to speculate what would fashion be like in this century, blah, blah, blah. And so like, you know, it was that that's where I think they get the wild hair and stuff. And I think that the costumes and the hair did such a good job with this because it keeps it timeless. It has that thing that we kind of talked about and it follows where yes, ambiguous. Just, yeah. It's very ambiguous. You just don't quite know. I mean, it, it seems clearly like very modern in some ways. Um, and also, uh, their, their hair, uh, every single person's hair, if you notice besides the mom is like slicked yes. down, like as tight because as it put can together. go. together and she's frazzled. Exactly. So it's supposed to like paint this picture of like, oh, look at her. She's so frazzled. Her hair actually has texture. Like it's, oh, and everyone else's hair is like, even the wrapping panda is like flat yeah. to his head. And like, same with like Carla, she has this like huge swooping, I keep doing the motion for Kate. I've done it like four times, but it's so funny. She has this huge swooping hair and, like, it's just so drastic. And then you see uh, the neighbor woman who comes over. Same. She's got this, like, slick, like, bob or something. Um, And she's, like, desperate to be at this party. And I love it because it was this, like, wild expectation of the mother, but also just, like, everyone in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. to be, like, I have to be there. I have to know what's going on. I, I got to do that. She was desperate to go to, like, a 10-year-old's birthday party. Like, everyone in the neighborhood's
0: talking about it. And she's like, well, I know that my daughters at a right. very, like, prestigious boarding school. That's very difficult to get into. But I hear everyone talking about this yeah. party, and I wasn't invited. And she's like, do you want an invite? And she's like, yes, thank you. I'm a little yeah. one. And, and then
1: like, she goes on and on about, like, oh, well, this party had this and this. What is this one going to be? Cake. And she's like, cake and friends. And she's yeah. like, oh, great. It's literally just a birthday party. But yeah. she had to be there because... There's this expectation of, like, I have to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's just so – they did such a good job of making it, like, humorous of the pressure that is put on, like, women specifically Mm -hmm. to, like, do everything, basically. So – and it's also funny because, like, in a lot of movies, in a lot of real life sometimes, not always, obviously, but in a lot of ways, women, like, are seen as, like, you got to take care of your kid. You're the Mm -hmm. one that's supposed to do this. You're the one – so it's basically like they don't have a spouse. And in this, she literally does it because he's dead. Yeah. So like, would he have been more help if he was no. alive? No. But the fact that he's dead is just one more thing she has to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, come on. <laughs> um, and I just loved it. Uh, I have actual notes. I just said, Carla's is scary. Oh, my favorite part about it is that because it's that mid-century modern, you have so many windows, which gives you a feel like you're seeing something you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, you know the secret. You already know that he's dead. You know that she's trying to hide the body. But because you're seeing so many of the scenes through a window or, like, through, like, uh, some plants, it's, like, should I be seeing this? <gasps> should I not see this? Oh, my God. And then you're, like, I already know. He's dead. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, it's, like, it's like you're in on a secret. Um, it's so cool. I just loved it. I mean, that's all I really have to say. It's, like, the pastel, the beautiful colors. She's, like, one of the she's just she never changes that's the best part she's never out of her pajamas and her
0: uh robe is ripped so Mm -hmm. it's like
1: she's even more frazzled she's not put
0: together her clothes are ripped like no
1: one really seems to say anything and that's kind of the best part too is like no one mentions it because you know they're all just whispering about it but like they're judging
0: the shit out of her but they're too polite Mm -hmm. and like high society minded to point it out but as soon as she's outside of earshot if they're that generous, they're going to
1: viciously roast oh, 100%. her. One hundred percent.
0: And you see that when she's pouring the flask yeah. in, Carla and it's like, like neighbor woman like
1: again, mm. mm. and I'm like, "Fuck you." I hate um. And also, this movie has my favorite moment of probably any movie. <laughs> ever. The, the party is a costume party. Oh my god! It's not really the said why. Part? It's not. It's not Halloween. It's, it's not. not. So the daughter's dressed as a ghost. Uh huh. There's a child dressed as a shrimp, I think.
0: Yeah. One of my uh, notes was the fucking costumes. It's, it's, I was, yeah, that was in my notes because I was confused.
1: My favorite moment of any movie is there's this man in a panda costume who is dead. And there's this beautiful, like weird, funky, like music, like this offsetting kind of punky, like music going on in slow motion while the mom is just staring at this panda like that's my dead husband and there's this kid in a shrimp costume just, just like dancing. dancing in slow motion next to the panda cuz all the kids are inexplicably dancing <laughs> yeah. and the pan and like the shrimp kid just keeps kind of like side-eyeing this panda like why won't he dance like <laughs> and he's like i'm dancing <laughs> oh my god i that kills me every time shrimp kid shrimp i don't know where you are but love trick <laughs> And like left
0: shark, right? Shrimp. There's <laughs> oh god, none pizza left, beef
1: or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> none pizza left. Beef. None shark left. Shrimp. Yup. Uh,
0: there's that moment where she like closes her eyes mm-hmm. and like it goes, and then you think it's done, and yeah. it's just like she has survived it. She's gonna get go away, and right? Then the fucking face. Oh my god.
1: Carla's like oops, uh-huh. like knocks knocks into the panda.
0: And then the horror and (laughs) oh my god okay I'm gonna get into this with tropes but the alternative title for this movie or for this short film. Yes.
1: What was it again? It was like. Okay hold
0: on. So this is called The Birthday Party or The Memory Lucy Suppressed from her seventh birthday that wasn't really her mom's fault even though her therapist says it's probably why she fears fears intimacy.
1: That was it. (laughs) Which, I yep. mean,
0: yeah, fair enough. Poor Lucy. <laughs> it gave me such, like, Clue vibes where it's like, it totally this did. is how it could have gone. But what if it went like this? And, yeah. like, all the alternative
1: endings where it, like, has that card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. When he face plans into the, and Carla takes the head off, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> and the mom is just like, oh, God damn it. Uh. You literally see her in slow-mo, like, reach for the panda, and she just goes, shit! Like, Ah, <laughs> oh, totally unsettling. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Uh. I hats off so to you st. vincent. <laughs> Thanks, Saint you vincent. did a great job. I'll check out it. your music. <laughs> My second favorite yeah. is uh, don't fall. Yeah, you do. You like Don't Fall? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. No,
0: yeah. No, yeah. Hmm? No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I yeah. Um I think that it's really fun and like uh, I guess the word that I keep thinking of is like staccato where oh. it's like this very like yeah teach you me
1: ever- a word I don't know what that means okay so it's a musical
0: term and so oh, like I know. Uh, if you're god I just keep thinking in terms of like embouchure and like stuff but keep saying words I don't know this is amazing shit <laughs> I love this so staccato is like a very sharp noise oh like not sharp as in like the musical note but right. it, like oh that's staccato instead of like oh uh. I'm just, like, do a little taps. We don't even table. know if you
1: can hear it, but yeah. Kate's giving me a nice, beautiful example. Uh, so staccato is very... Yeah, like, <laughs> like hard, yeah. fast. Like...
0: God, me trying to remember music terms? Okay. So to me, this one, like, takes quick, hard punches. Oh, yeah. And so you're picturing it like a boxing match, not like a wrestling match, where it's just, yeah. like, punch, punch, punch. And it just doesn't give you time to breathe nope. much between Love them. It. Like, you have a few moments, but it's never restful because right. you don't have time for that. And it also does have, like, that little, like, nugget of a moral where it's, like, (laughs) you shouldn't have been shitty white people white dude with dreads. Oh, my God.
1: As soon as this one started, Mm. I went, oh, my God, white man with dreads. Yep. I hate it.
0: And so it's just, like, (laughs) I thought that it was a really good, like, Cabin in the Woods-esque, like, not the movie Cabin in the Woods, but, like, the theory, or not theory, but, like, the theme of... Teenagers go where they shouldn't be. They do something they arguably shouldn't do. Creature gets them. Creature turns one of them. They all die. Right. None survive. Right. And so to me, it just like very much fit that. And the tropes that are on the page are very straightforward. They're just like genre tropes. And it's not like they're inverted or subverted. They're just there. And I I wrote something
1: about tropes on this one. I'm trying to find it. Because I was like, oh, cool. Um, I think I just said that this one was basically just if you took all of the classic tropes And you were like, I want to make a whole movie, like a whole short about it. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. Yeah. Like,
0: so good. (laughs) I think one of the reasons I appreciate it so much, and like I do love your like interpretation of it, how it fits like within the four, but Mm -hmm. I also love the idea where it's just a woman saying, I'm going to make a movie that I think is fucking fun and I think is scary. I want to make something that will scare you and will unsettle you, and it doesn't have to be about oppression that I've faced. And I just think her creating something unapologetically is, is awesome. Mapped. Yeah, yeah. I, I love was like, it.
1: both interpretations awesome. I, I just really like this one. I'd say mm-hmm. this one and the box are tied. Well, it's weird because the box is one of my like, I wouldn't say favorite as much as I would say most memorable. Because mm. like that's the one I think about all the time. It just haunts me. Mm. But the birthday party and don't fall are the ones that I enjoy the most when they come up.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's
1: like I do, I do love the box though. Like even though. Like, I'm not going to say it's not one of my favorites, but it is the most memorable for me is the one I think about the the most. But mm-hmm. these two, Birthday Party and Don't Fall, I, I love them. I yeah. love them so much. I I liked Don't Fall because it has all the classic stuff you love. Um, but it was it was interesting the way that they created the, the monster in a mm-hmm. way. Like, because, like, her features are not that exaggerated. They are. They're exaggerated. But, like, she kind of just looks like herself for the most part and she's so poorly lit in some of the parts that like she kind of just seems like her attacking them almost yeah, she's got like the gaunt eyes the big teeth the extended
0: finger claws right. and the arched bony back right.
1: and that's kind of like and if like you see her in the beginning she is just very tall yeah. thin and kind of lanky looking so like her her features basically just kind of got longer and a little more spooky um knobby yeah She, she was great. (laughs) She was sharp. She was staccato. Jesus Christ. Now I need to like (laughs) Google
0: exactly how to define
1: staccato. 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 Um, I just liked it so much. And then we talked about this off the, what's staccato first? Uh, So it's each note. Wow. Each note. sharp. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to know what staccato is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's each note sharply detached or separated from the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's that very firm See, you're separation. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone in it, I think, did a good job of being like that—a classic horror movie yes. character. You have the guy who's just like, "You shouldn't do that. Does that. Are you okay? Do you need a band-aid? Well like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have the guy who's an asshole, white man with reds. Fucking yeah. I'll never forgive him. Then you have the girl who's like scared, the one that like will be kind of picked on. And then you have the tough girl. Mm-hmm. the like, it's going to be okay. I'm just here for fun. Like, you have all these good cliches. Yeah. And they all mixed together so well. They weren't overdone. Yeah. They weren't over the top. They were like, just enough. Good shit. I liked it.
0: <sighs> and then we have <sighs> the one that I have a lot of thoughts about. I know. And I just keep like thinking myself in circles about it. I know. So it's for Only Living son, And most people that I read talk about it as... A not so secret sequel to uh, Rosemary's Baby, Oh, and it's yeah. like what would happen if if like it yeah. continued, um, and I, I think it's beautifully done. It I, is very pretty. I think it's a good story, mm-hmm. but I keep going kind of back around, in like with myself. Yeah, where it's like she is letting him do horrific things. Yeah. Because she loves him. And it's like yeah. that really awful, like, we fault mothers if they're not dedicated enough, if they don't protect their children. But then we fault mothers yeah. who are dedicated to their children. Interesting and so, that you
1: have this one in the box first yeah. and last.
0: So to me, I see it as kind of this, like, warring tension. And I guess, like, where I came back around to, like, a happy medium is that, like, this isn't pushing, like, a quick, easy moral to sell. It's saying... Right circumstances suck. What do people do with that? Right. How do they react to it? Yeah. And ways they're horrific because she's expecting other people to stop her son, but everything in her life revolves around him. Yeah. But not how he interacts with the world. She wants like a, when they go to the principal who's, yeah, God, that scene made me so mad. So Uh, mad.
1: I was pissed. I was like
0: a fucking court. And like, okay. Anyone who hasn't seen it, basically, The mother's like, I'm going to go in and talk to the principal about what happened. He's like, see what they say about me. I don't care. Whatever. Right. So then you see two mothers and one of them is a black woman. And then one of them is Carla. Is that her name? The mom?
1: (laughs) Me asking me if I know the name of someone. It's (laughs) the mom.
0: (laughs) And then then there's like this white dude that's standing in the corner. Don't know why he's there. And then there's the like headmistress. And she's, of course, like this older white lady. And so... The other mother is very clearly upset because uh, her son, like the woman's what? son, ripped her daughter's ripped her fingernails, daughter's fingernails off. off. She had to go to the fucking hospital. And so it's like, she's angry. Oh. No one is validating her anger. And they're like gaslighting her. Oh, 100%. And then the principal, headmistress, whatever the fuck she is, has the goal to say, it's not as black and white as oh. you paint it. I was like, I was you like, bitch. Could this be any more of a dog whistle? Like, <laughs> it's so... It's so bullshit on so many different levels. And then like
1: furious that mother scene.
0: leaves mm-hmm. horrified. She's like, you're not going to do anything. She's like, you'll be hearing from my lawyers. And I was yeah. like, hell
1: yeah, they will. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was like, get them. Get them. And then, then the mother is like, you mean you're not going to punish him? And yeah. they are like, no, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, if you don't tell him to stop, like if you don't show him consequences, he'll never learn his lesson. Like, no, we think he's an inspiration. He's a shining light. And the mother was expecting them yeah. to set so boundaries bad. on her son.
1: She was like, if you don't stop him. And I'm like, you stop him. You do it. <laughs> and it's like, I wanted to be careful. I wasn't
0: like mapping on like the mother being responsible for her nearly adult child. But also, like, she is the parent. Right. And it is like, her job to help morally shape her child and to prevent harm from coming to
1: other people as a result of her child. And also, she knew. She knew. She knew. Her spoiler alert, everybody. Mm. Her, his dad is satan made well his da- yeah his dad made a deal with the devil yeah. and carla was give it carla we're just gonna call her carla if it's not carla oh. someone correct us fuck the mom it was like basically she was given as like cora well maybe it's cora i'm doing a good old google real quick this this episode is just a big old google everyone <sighs> sure get your is. google out uh, let us see okay. i hope it's i hope it's carla Cora. Oh, damn it it's, it's cora, cora. Fucking whatever. I'm not cutting it out. We said Carla for a while. Deal with it. Um, But Cora, like, she knew because, like, she escaped and, like, a doctor believed her. And I understand now why it's supposed to be like Rosemary's (laughs) bed. I get it now. But she knew. She knew what her son was going to be capable of. Like, she saw the squirrel. She
0: saw, like, his getting in more and more trouble at school. And she was just like, you're not going to punish him,
1: please. I won't. And I'm like, you...
0: Ugh. and at first I was like she's afraid of him she's afraid of him right. she's afraid he's gonna hurt her like she seems very much the whole time like she is, she has no power she does seem very frightened yeah. because he could violently react to her and he might be stronger than her right. and she's also probably pretty fucking tired from working all day to oh, yeah. score his ass Bruh, same. <laughs> and so it's like I basically this is a difficult one for me to watch because I'm constantly like, checking myself like yeah. are my expectations as a result of like patriarchal norms, are right. my critiques of Korra as a person reasonable or are they informed by yeah. the way I was raised in a society like this?
1: It's tough. It's yeah. tough because I'm like, should I expect her to have to take care of her son that is an adult and should know like better than what he's doing? But also, I'm like, you did know that Satan was coming back for your son and that he kind of was a demon. You did know that. And also, yeah. y- you can't just expect other people to do what – Like, a parent is, like, expected to... Like, you still have to raise your kid, like... But I understand that she's also scared. It's just hard. This movie... It's hard. This one's just challenging. This is a very challenging short film. And I think I wasn't... Emotionally ready to be challenged? No, I, especially after watching Don't Fall. I you're like, go burr. I was <laughs> like, Here, yeah, get him, get his ass, <laughs> hell yeah! Then this one starts, and I'm like, Oh well, okay, mm-hmm. uh, all right. You know, everybody with the nails and the come on, <laughs> like yeah. I just wasn't ready. They challenge you at the beginning with the the box, and then they're like, Here's some two like fun palette cleansers. Yeah. well, cleanse my palette at the end. Yeah, don't dirty my palette. <laughs> <laughs> they they fucking poured some mud on my palette and then they scraped it off with a little brush and went, We're so sorry about that. It'll never happen again. And then they sat in the corner and went, but what if it happened again? <laughs> and then they did it again. <laughs> and then they did it
0: again. <laughs> they
1: mudded my palate. They mudded my palate. You heard it here, folks. that they really mudd- puts
0: mud on my tongue, you oh, know? <laughs>
1: really, you know what? That really muds my my palate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't come here to lick mud. <laughs> I just came here to have a good time. <laughs> I just came here to have a good time, and honestly, I feel so mudded right now.
0: <laughs> now I'm picturing the RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm feeling so attacked right now. Yeah, i feel exactly. so mudded I'm right now. So
1: mudded. <laughs> i just so oh mudded. I just wasn't ready to lick mud, and yeah? they made me lick mud. It's still good. Like that's yeah. the thing. It's like I like it, and I will say it is beautiful. The colors are beautiful. Mm. It's very like, it's very like muted colors, and it's that warm. It's like they're warm colors. They're just not very saturated. Yeah. So you get that kind of like, it's Maybe. the same thing you got in the in don't fall, which I loved. I didn't talk about colors because there's four of them, and I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, but don't fall was really beautiful too, just because it had that like, that deserty vibe where it's like it's not saturated colors. But it is just deep. Like they're kind of just like, it's very deep yellowy kind of colors. Like colors? Yeah. And so because it's so like, not really saturated, but still really warm, bright, bright colors, like that red in the beginning, they stand out. Mm. So it just makes color, like blood, it makes things like stand out because everything seems so like, not really saturated, but just like warm and, yeah. Mm. It it was kind of faded. Everything seemed a little faded, which makes sense because it gives you that desert warm vibe. Yeah. That's, a, you know a thing that you get people are like well it has to look hot make it yellow like pull out the red lights we, <laughs> got, like, you. we got it you know <laughs> so it had that but it was really good i loved the way they did that and same you know birthday party of beautiful colors with the amazing pastels and everything and the box we were talking about a good color but in this one it was very similar it had that like bright kind of colors but they almost seemed like faded it felt muted in yeah, like, like this
0: is the american dream but she can't have it yeah so like it's out of reach of her where mm-hmm. it's like you see her hanging out the linen and it should be like a sunny day but she can't
1: something about it's just not
0: bright enough and it's not for her she's right. not allowed to have that brightness yeah
1: it, it was very much like a faded dream like you were watching it like it's what she wants kind of but it's just not quite right yeah it's very bright like there are moments where the colors are really pop, like really pop, and it's very bright, but it just seems off. Like mm-hmm. it's it's muted and yet bright at the same time, which made sense because everyone was in on it. Mm-hmm. You've got the mailman who's like asking her out all the time, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, "Praise the devil," and you're like, So "Where the fuck did you come praises from?" Praise is like the darkness. Praise is darkness. Praise darkness. Praise is darkness. She walks away. <laughs> he said, "Praise is darkness." And I went, "Well, yeah, praise is darkness. Like I love the devil, but yeah. not like this. Don't rip like people's this. nails off."
0: Yeah. And I
1: the devil would never make me
0: like mud. No. I always get real salty when people are like, oh my God, Satanists worship the devil. I'm like, have you ever met a Satanist? They're chill as hell. They're like, so chill. Literally all they're doing Bruh, is saying so like, chill. we are critiquing mainstream religion and we're critiquing it as an institution yeah. and we're turning these things on their heads sometimes,
1: literally, yeah. to point at it. I think that's also a reason I like wasn't super into it. It's just because like, it's a story that's just been told a lot. Yeah.
0: You know. I'm like really over Satanism as a theme.
1: Yeah. In the way it's... it's portrayed. Right. Where it's just like, oh my God, his dad is Satan. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, if his dad was Satan, he'd be kind of chill, probably. Yeah. He'd just be like, what up, son? Like, He'd be like, Aw. resist authority. Woo! I'll never make you like mud. <laughs> 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 it's really the mud today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck on it. That's I don't fair. know. I think because my mouth still tastes like mud. Well, we um, have cake after this. It's mud. I'm gonna be pissed. Kate, did you put mud in the cake? I need to go do something real quick. Is it is it get the mud out or put it in? Because either way, I'm gonna be mad. The world may never know. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but that's that's really all I had to say is that like it, it just felt it felt like an interesting bookend. because it's just like they challenge you at the start, they challenge you at the end, yeah. which I understand. It makes sense. Yeah. But it was also just like not my favorite it didn't feel like the strongest one in the Mm. bunch to kind of end on yeah and not because it's bad i think maybe just because it's a story that you know well so you're kind of like yeah "Eh, okay i did like at the end i mean if you haven't seen it like she the devil basically comes to claim the son Mm -hmm. to be like that's my boy and the mom hugs him like as tight as she can to just be like this is your choice Mm -hmm. like you do not have to do what he says like And it is a nice change because, like, it gives power back to her that she felt like she never had. Mm -hmm. It just felt kind of, like, too late, you know? It felt so sad that, like, all of her power that she was, like, telling him, like, you don't have to do what he says. You're my boy. And I was like, where was this when he was ripping fingernails off? Where was this, Cora? Why couldn't you have been, like, hug him in the principal's office and be like, you don't have to rip fingernails. You're my boy. Like, yeah. It just felt like so little, so late. I was like, you cared about him so, so much, but you were only willing to show it. But then it comes back to, are my expectations
0: for her too high? And it also was just like so fatalistic in terms of like redemption just means not giving into evil, but then dying. Because
1: dying, they both die. They, they both, both
0: die. They hug each other they hug each other so... as Satan kills them.
1: <laughs> That's how I want to go. Just to hug so tight, you die. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're, yeah. So, yeah, and it just felt kind of like, oh, man, oh, no. I was like, cool. I mean, the devil didn't get him, but, like, they both died. So, didn't he, though? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And it's like, I appreciate what
0: it does. I appreciate, like, the story and the cinematography. Yeah, that. it like, really is pretty. It's just not one that, like, I'm going to watch again.
1: Pro- yeah. Cause... I will watch
0: The Birthday Party, mm-hmm. and I will watch Don't Fall Again. Yeah.
1: Like I said, having seen this three times, I I remember now, like, I love the first one just because it haunts me. I love the second one because it's fucking great. I love the third one because it's just different and it punches you. It's right there. And then this one, I was kind of like, oh, well. <laughs> and every time it gives me that same feeling where I'm like, it's not my favorite. Yeah. I it's always remember good. it. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. Just not my favorite out of the bunch. That's all.
0: And that's something that, like, a lot of people said about any anthology is that it's going to be inconsistent. There are going to yeah. be duds and they're going to be really good ones. Yeah. And that's like part of the course that's what you're gonna get yeah from any anthology there's gonna be a least favorite
1: and i think it's hard too because like you watch them together had i seen this like probably by itself with nothing to compare it to mm. first maybe i'd I'd like it more yeah but because i'm watching it after two that are like my favorite and one that has destroyed me mm. like it just doesn't mm. really pour that mud on fuck man they just they buried me in the mud now mm. i live in it um <laughs> That's what they call me. They go, "Oh, here she comes, Mud Creature Solomon." That's like the third time I've given myself a nickname mm-hmm. on this podcast. Yep, I don't remember um, them all. Someone might though. If you know them, write them down. I'd love to know. Right now, in my heart, she's Nikiwi, So Nikkiwee, Nikkiwee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do. I do still like it. I think it's really great. And I think that if I had watched it standing alone, like on its own, mm-hmm. I probably would like it more. Yeah. But just because it's it's in this mix of three that like I really, I really like a lot. It just falls flat. That's all. Yeah. Still good though. Highly recommend. Cause like, that's the nice thing about anthologies. Like someone else could watch it and be like, Oh, that one's my favorite. Yeah. And I'd be like, cool. Tell me why. Yeah. And then maybe I'd appreciate it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I just, maybe I don't see those things that they see. So
0: that's all it takes. So a question (laughs) in
1: two parts. Yeah. (laughs) How are we going
0: to rate this movie in terms of the fact that it's actually four movies? And then do we use one scale for all of
1: them or do they each get their own scale? I'd say they each get their own scale. And then we can read it as a whole. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Kind of. Best of both worlds, then. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, like a quick one for all of them. And then, do we have tropes for these or no? Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had kind of talked about it already, yeah. so that's why I was like, do we have specific tropes yes. or was it okay? I pulled like one for each. One for each. Okay. Because they're
0: so short that I was right. like, I wanna pull like the most representative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for I'm just gonna go in reverse order. Yeah. Uh so her only living son, the two that I pulled are the power of love and Mama Bear. Yeah. And so it's like Mama Bear's like mess with their kids, she'll fucking kill you. The power of love is like love conquers all but it's like played with because love Ooh, meant dying. Love
1: meant dying. Yeah. Same with the she'll fucking kill you. Well, I mean you killed her, so and so it's the sacrifice.
0: Uh, yeah, at the same time as yeah. So it was a lot. Yeah. Uh Don't Fall was just as you said absolutely packed with tropes. That it's one was just a, a it good was a genre. beautiful love letter to tropes. That's oh, what yeah. it was. Uh, my two favorites were I Know You're in There Somewhere Fight, which was real half-assed, <laughs> didn't yeah. go anywhere. And then the Dangerous Key Fumble where it's like you don't have the keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then for the birthday party oh boy okay so there's the long title one yeah which is the long, long title, title yeah. black comedy which is just the theme or like the right. genre rather and then my favorite of corpse he's alive of <laughs> course he's alive wait wait he's alive no oh. it's like the weekend at bernie's like pretending oh. the corpse is animate and moving around right yeah
1: oh my god i thought you were about to be like oh he's alive and i've been no. like i've seen this so many times and i was like no he's dead right He's pretty dead. But it's just because he moves a little for a second. It's it's because, um like, she's
0: masquerading as, like, him being a living person. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. So I've never seen Weekend at Bernie's, but I'm familiar with the concept where they, like, dress him up and they take him around. Yeah. Goes to a party. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) then the last one for the box are arc words. And it's that recurring phrase across the short, oh, nothing. Yeah. And it's, like, this repetition. Like, it's one of my favorite, um... Literary like techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh or what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I'll remember later. Um device, literary device. A beautiful device. Uh where like repetition can be used so powerfully yeah if it's done well. Yeah. And it's here like each time it becomes more sinister. Yeah. Because the first one, it's creepy, but it's mostly innocent. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> nothing. And then the daughter, you're like, wait, this is familiar. And then the father? You're like, say it. What is that? Say nothing one more time. Uh, So, like those arc words of nothing. I'll never
1: look in a box. I'm never going to do it. I'm going to forget I'm looking in a box tomorrow. I think that means our scale has to be boxes. I was going to say pieces of pizza, but yeah, boxes probably. I just really I'm like do a pizza in one dinner, yeah. That pizza looks so good. Okay. They eat I eat that was, pizza and I'm like, oh fuck me up. <laughs> I was
0: irritated because they made such a show of like plating their foods mm-hmm. in like an aesthetic manner. Yeah. But each of them had a slice of pizza on their plate and then there was a full pizza in the middle. Well, there
1: was like a little mini pizza. Okay. So it looks like they it looks like they may have had like multiple yes. like little pizzas. Yeah. Because I thought the same thing where I was like, Y'all have pizza, but there's still one there. And I was like, was oh, like, it's did little. they just make two pizzas? Uh, it looked little. It looked like one a little, little baby pizza. <laughs> this is me just saying i would eat both those little pizzas yeah. <laughs> that's why i'm mad i'm like stop pretending like that little pizza's for all of you i like it's
0: for me desperately hope that the whole camera crew got to just like chow down on oh. that after
1: i, I hope curious. what if it just wasn't real food it probably wasn't it was too beautiful don't look it up oh i'm not i was I'm, like i can't know i'm writing down our scales because we'll forget them. Oh, okay you're right uh so we'll be saying boxes or pieces of pizza pieces of pizza Pie- Pieces of pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. pizza. Pieces of pizza.
0: Okay. My uh, contribution for the birthday party is either panda costume or cake face plant.
1: <laughs> it's got to be cake face plant. Cool. Uh, hmm. Oh, which one are we on? Don't fall? Yes. Uh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> you know what? This is so stupid, but razes. <laughs> Listen, I have a reason. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in it is they're like he's just cheesing he's just teasing you don't worry and then she turns around and goes he's just razzing me i know Aww. i just laugh so hard when she goes he's razzing me i love it okay okay, okay. Razes, razzes and then the last one it has to oh, be fingernails, fingernails doesn't it <laughs> he said it with so much sadness that yeah i think it does or it could be sad, uneaten birthday cake. It's You already said it, Kate. Yeah. We already got faceplant in the yeah. cake. It's fingernails. We all knew it had to be fingernails. Put more mud on my tongue. <laughs> Here we go. Piece right. pizza. Uh, I'll start with this one because, mm-hmm. you know, it haunts me. I'm going to say, are we doing five? Mm. Okay. I'd say like three and a half mm. because it haunts me so much. Yeah. I just think that it's... And it's also just... I mean, it's pretty. It's a very pretty yeah. thing. Watching them, like, waste away. The makeup was really well done, I yeah. thought. So, yeah. I'll say three for this one. Three and a half, I think. Is that what I said? Yeah. Three and a half for this one because uh, yeah. three and a half pieces of pizza haunts me still to this day, and I really want that pizza.
0: I'm going to give this one three and a half pieces of pizza, too. Oh, so okay. now we have seven pieces of pizza. Not
1: enough. No? Not enough. <laughs> Never
0: enough. But no, I think it's really well done. Yeah. Um... I
1: just am a reactive little shithead sometimes. Yeah.
0: So you it's can't like, make mm-hmm. me
1: feel things. That's why I don't... Oh I know. I know. Believe me. I know that you can't tell Kate what to do. <laughs> it's not going to hurt. <laughs> Fucking... We'll see. Watch her scream.
0: <laughs> we'll see. That's why I can't watch like... Well, not the only reason, but I don't watch like heartwarming movies and I don't oh, watch right. romances because... Because you know what they're trying to do. Because they're so manipulative and it's like I know what you're trying to do and if you... Make a child cry or a dog cry, I will cry, and I am so easy you to manipulate. Seen a dog and cry? I get really shh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just immediately was like, "What Air bud? <laughs> Is he crying? No at? one said a dog couldn't cry. <laughs> Nobody makes my dog cry. <laughs> my dog, I'll wipe your tears. Okay.
0: Anyway, uh, I think three and a half is um, a fair amount of pizza.
1: Yeah. Uh, cake face plant. I'm giving it five. Five. Yeah. Let's do it together. Five. <laughs> Just five. Five beautiful cake face plants. It's I, perfect. Yeah. I, we said all the reasons why. Yep. Uh, razzes. <laughs> four razzes. I was going
0: to give it four razes right? too. Same you and I are really
1: on the same page. Yeah, we are. Someone at work said the same hat to me today. Why? I know. Isn't that wild? Oh God, I, love- I was so excited.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: I don't know if we've said it on here, but Kate and I look at each other a lot when we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We go, same hat. Same
0: hat. So, you know, <laughs> same hat.
1: Um, yeah, four.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Four razes. I know he's razzing me. <laughs> a total of eight razes. That's respectable. That's a good amount of razz. Yeah. Uh, fingernails.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to just say, like, two. Okay. I know that that seems so low, because it is, it is still really pretty to watch. I just maybe if i had been in a like a better like place and ready to yeah. see it but i've already seen it before and i still do yeah yeah not two two fingernails i'm gonna give
0: it three fingernails okay. so we have one hand worth of fingernails yeah wear.
1: so that's not bad yeah i mean yeah the only reason i can't give it more is just because like i just i don't know man why didn't you stop him from ripping those nails off yeah he Thought you had it. Yeah,
0: she saw him hit, or she heard him hit the dog.
1: Oh, I know. And And she she was just like,
0: and she knew that he'd been hurting people. She cleaned up his blood. She cleaned up the blood. She washed the stains out of his clothes. She covered for him
1: a lot. And then she goes and she's like, "Why aren't you punishing him?" And I'm like, "Cora, you kind of have to do that, like, especially because like you're his mom and like, well, I was say he respects you, but he doesn't. He doesn't respect you."
0: I don't know. Two fingernails. Love with accountability is better than like unconditional, unflinching, uncriticizing yeah, love. Like, I there has that's... to be accountability.
1: There has to. You cannot, if you love somebody, you're not going to let them do that. Especially if she thinks like that he's doing it and it's not his choice. Yeah. Because she says, like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. You're my boy. And I'm like, if you thought that he had control to stop this before. You should have given this pep yes. talk a little sooner, Cora. And I think all of this is within the
0: understanding that she is not being right. abused by him. Because right. like uh I like I do not want to victim blame and say, like, well, she should have stood up to him because I don't know. Because but
1: I don't know. I'm
0: assuming that like both you and I are saying, like, if she's not actually right. afraid of him, she should have stepped into this role. Yeah. But if she is then it's... like the victim of abuse in this case.
1: Then it's different. Totally different. Totally different. But it is painted as if she's like not. Yes. Because the way she talks to him very much in the beginning is like, oh, he's just my son. And you know, he's razzing me. (laughs) He's razzing me. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is hard to say. But if we are going in it with the thought that like, she's not really afraid. She's not being abused in this situation. Then yeah, she, she should have stopped him from ripping fingernails off. Maybe you should stop your child from doing that. Maybe. Just saying. Listen, I don't let my cat bite people. Well, he did bite you a few times. Oh, I did no, tell him no. I
0: no, love Nibbles.
1: <gasps> I said no, no, no. Oh, I deserved it too. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> He's just fond to poke. Look at him.
0: I love him. He's,
1: He's gross. Going. I love him.
0: So what is our scale for the whole thing? Uh, doll faces.
1: Oh, Disembodied
0: yeah. doll hands.
1: Bird hearts. <laughs> dead, bird
0: heart. dead bird
1: hearts. <laughs> dead bird hearts. Dead bird hearts. <laughs> yeah. I think dead bird hearts is, is good. And I... Do you want to start with this? I started with the the, the first. You did for this, so I think I'm gonna give it a four. Same hat? How it? Same hat? I was same gonna give it Bird four hearts. as well yeah.
0: because I think that it has like a lot to offer just in terms of like each one is good. Yeah, even if it's like not my favorite, and I think that they each have something like distinct mm-hmm. to offer, and it just gives you like a little taste of what Saint Vincent is capable of. Yeah, exactly. And, like, we already knew what Karen Kasama could do with like right. Jennifer's body and the invitation. Because I do believe this was after the invitation. Right. And so it's like, I just think it's really cool that it was created at all. Yeah. And that you had, like, these
1: very distinct stories. Yeah. I say same. Like, four dead bird hearts simply Mm -hmm. because I love that they just did it. Yeah. I like that they just gave people a chance to be like, make something. Do what you want. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And also anything that gets, like, gives women the opportunity to, like, do things in horror because it is a very male dominated field like (sighs) women aren't given quite a chance and if they are sometimes it's mocked Jennifer's body so (sighs) yeah yeah so I I like that it was made and also I really did like it I like that they were all different the only thing I would say is that like one of my qualms is that I think it focused really hard on motherhood yes which which is not all-encompassing for all women (laughs) no and it's also just like it felt like a very like generic, this is what, you know, women experience motherhood. And I was like, yeah, you gave us don't fall. where like none of them to my knowledge are mothers. And that's great. But also it's like, that was the only one that me, myself could be like, cool. Like I can really like not see myself necessarily, but like uh, relate to relate to. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one that I could relate to the most. Whereas the other ones I was like, Oh, I guess I can't really relate to these as much. And it was like, three out of four being about moms is like it's a mom heavy <laughs> yeah it is very mom heavy and I just yeah that would kind of be my qualm too and it was also like you didn't really see the moms in this uh having anything outside of that like you never really see the mom from the box like going to work or having like a career and same with the mom in this one and I know that that's like on purpose just yeah. to show like how tired they are from having to be. And a how mom. reduced they become. You as do a side see side. Cora, like,
0: she goes to work and everything. and But even that is. Even that is. As, like, this flattening of her. Yeah. Instead of, like, this depth of character, it's like, look how hard she works as a waitress. And right. it's very much, like, so, service industry. Boo.
1: My only qualm, and, I, and, like, I just wish that I had seen more, like, things. Like, just yeah. more a dynamic, like, different people. Like, I wanted to see, like, women doing different things yeah. than just being a mom. Yeah. But. Still, love the story.
0: So yeah, four for different hearts. I want queer people and people of color. Yeah. And those are the things that I'd really want. I think that this yeah. was like a step forward.
1: Oh, Keep yeah. walking. <laughs> like, I'm definitely not going to say this is like a big old step back because you didn't have these things. But I'm just saying like, this opens the door yeah. to be like, cool, that was great. Now Keep try going. it. This Like, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. do more <laughs> next time. And hopefully they will. Yeah. So, and we're going to, this is the first one in our series. Maybe we'll see another one that is more like that. So, yes. hell Yeah.
0: I'm excited. <sighs> yeah. So I think that wraps up our discussion of XX. XX. Awesome. Oh my God. I was like, I wonder what XX means. Is it supposed to be like a play on like 20? What does 20 mean biblically? And then I was like, it's fucking X chromosomes. It's two X chromosomes. Either. I went like so deep trying to figure out, like, <laughs> well, is it like a play on triple X? And I was like, it's fucking two X chromosomes. In
1: my head, I was like, two
0: kisses. I did it. <laughs> no. I felt so ridiculous. And I was like, oh. well, glad I Googled that before oh, I came on God. here. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. think about it. If you enjoyed your time with us, we oh. would greatly appreciate it. If you'd rate and review on an Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us, and it also makes our days... Warms our little heart. Every time we get
1: one, I text Nikki, I'm like, did you see? It's true. We just got one re- like recently, and Kate was like, did you read it? And I was like, I'm reading it now. It was so good. <laughs> We're so excited. So yeah, please,
0: please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Just Go cool With It on both of those. Mm-hmm. And every Wednesday, we post the movie for the week, along with where to find it. Usually, Usually. yeah. Hopefully. If you have to rent yeah. it, we'll, we'll
1: make sure we put that. Because yeah. sometimes, unfortunately... That's where it's available. Mm.
0: So. And then I also put the extended show notes on the website, pod.com You can also take a look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash it. And we want to take this opportunity <gasps> to thank our patrons. Yeah. We love them very, very much. All They're my Kim, Kelly, Neha, Will, Rachel, Kelsey, Sula, Tim, and Beth.
1: Oh, you do it faster every time, and I'm like, yes. hell
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, this time I'm not going to stop in the middle questioning whether I said that name. <laughs> oh, oh. Did I say it? We said it's it. my sister's name. Why am I stumbling on it? <laughs> uh, the intro and outro music was created by Anthony Roccozella. And the cover art is by our very own Nikki Solomon. Ah, shut yeah. me. Go <laughs> scrape that mud off your tongue.
1: Oh, I got that whole mud song. Kisses. XX. <laughs> XX. <laughs> <laughs> right hold on we made a whoopsie you
0: get a behind the scenes moment
1: we forgot to say our favorite scare we're <laughs> doing it at the end what's yours my favorite scare is um when she puts her little nails on the the yeah. caravan where it's and like don't it's fall.
0: intentional like curling and, of yeah the nails. and it's
1: like so and they're just exaggerated enough to be like ooh gross ew. and it really freaked me out yeah <laughs> that's fine uh my scariest
0: moment is also from don't fall ooh. and it's uh when she's like crawling down the wall and everyone's yeah! like
1: down oh the wall crawl Ugh. so Ooh. scary all right so don't fall scary we got it yep all right everyone there you go cut <laughs> don't yell at us cut <laughs> we're sorry